views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. Authors Hour. Get the story behind the story. It's all on the Authors Hour. You'll get to hear the authors talking about their books and the journey behind how it all began. Join the opportunity to hear the insights on what inspired them to write it. Now, here is your host, Wayne G. Barber. Good morning, America. Tuesday morning, 9.05, another edition of the award-winning Authors Hour radio program. On Smokin' 99.9 FM, WNRI, Alexa, Apple, and 12 other options around the country. We also have a couple of authors today. Uh, the inventory is really building up, so we're going to go with the double header. And we're going to start with a third-time author uh, from Durham, let me see, North Carolina, and Winsocket Roots, A Twisted Shade of Green. And this is a trilogy, and this is the latest uh, edition of it, Betrayal, by Eloise Epps Mackinnon. And the second part of the show, we have a brand new children's author, Stephen Joseph. Really caught my eye, came in the mail the other day. But uh, also, the very first part of the show is going to be brought to you by Harvest Moon Health Foods. And they sponsored last night's race chatter with their son, and... Uh, I got to give you a reminder, if you grew up on a farm, you like the taste of raw milk, you st can still get that in Connecticut, still legal. And Harvest Moon uh, Health Foods right there on Route 21 is open seven days a week, no charge for parking, parking right at the door, right there. They've got everything that you could possibly need. And if you saw something on cable TV or read about it on the Internet, they're not afraid of inventory. They'll put it in for you. Harvest Moon Health Foods, Route 21, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza in Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Healthy foods for a healthy lifestyle, gluten-free products, over 100 dried herbs, nuts, and seeds. Healthy snacks help your body to reinforce its immune response. Hemopathic and herbal allergy relief. We stock quality brand manufacturers, including Against the Grain, Rudy's, Nature's Plus, Batlane's Organic Oils, Food for Life, and so much more. Natural honey and organic coconut sugar, raw milk. Elderberry for flu remedies. Consumer-friendly hours are Monday through Wednesday, 10 to 6 p.m., Thursday to Saturday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Sundays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. HarvestMoonHealthFoods.net, Unit 4, Colonial Plaza, Putnam, Connecticut. 860-928-2352. Proud sponsor of Brian Tag and the number 9 in the late model at Thompson Speedway. Second place finish for the icebreaker for uh, Mr. Tag on his quest for a second late model championship. Also, by God, I can smell that coffee brewing right now at Book Lovers Gourmet, featuring Hogan Brothers Coffee, your local independent bookstore owned and operated by Debbie Horan since 1995. And she's very, very receptive for local authors, local poets to put your inventory on her shelf and to talk about your work right there, doing your book signing and stuff like that. And or a poetry reading with other poets. Very, very business savvy girl, Debbie Horan. And that's featuring Hogan Brothers Coffee. And 
It's also available by the pound. All the pastries are by Phyllis Bakery. Scones, bear claws, lemon squares. God, I'm getting hungry already. And Roger loves those frozen hot chocolate. Uh, dark or white. Him and Corrine, I'm not sure which one likes either one. But Book Love is Gourmet. He's got your inventory. Uh, new releases right on the shelf. Locator service, special order, children's section puzzles, games, and so much more. That's at 72 East Main Street in uh, Webster, Massachusetts. And that phone number is 508-949-6232. Folks, if you or someone you know is celebrating a birthday and you want Wayne to announce it on his program, just send him an email. His address is waynewnri at yahoo.com. Help make that special someone feel like celebrating with a birthday shout-out on WNRI. Thank you, Johnny. Happy birthday today, Danny Christian, 56 today. And Susan's cousin, my wife's cousin, Emil Reinwald, 36 today. And our uh, great niece, uh, Jamie Bouillier Theobridge, has a big birthday on the 13th tomorrow, along with Pat Merton's son, John Merton's. Big happy birthday from all the family and friends. And again, that's Wayne, WNRI, at Yahoo.com. AuthorsHourBookstore.com New and slightly read books. If you heard our author interview on our Authors Hour every Tuesday at 9 a.m., we will stock it. Call Wayne, WNRI at Yahoo.com for any locator service or a closeout book. Again, it's the new AuthorsHourBookstore.com. I uh, loaded in 64 different books and over the weekend, and now there's over 400 online out of 2,000, and we can make arrangements to get a delivery right to your door, and by a mentioning today's show, we'll take a whopping 10% off again. On the line right now, we have a return visit. I got the book in the mail the other day, and uh, what a beautiful family with Winsocket roots. And uh, she goes back and forth from North Carolina and Winsocket. And we're talking about Eloise Epps Mackinnon. And it's a trilogy setup that I'm really going to pick her brain on. A Twisted Shade of Green. And this uh, particular uh, book is called Betrayal in that series. And the covers on them just drive me nuts. I love green like that. And especially with the two different type of eyeballs in the character on the front. Now, Eloise is an author, a motivational speaker, and a servant of God. She advocates for God's people to know him in all of his roles. As a child, Eloise was taught and inevitably for someone to learn that their God-given brand in society a life brand in which God gave his only son for us to achieve without cost, the choice of power to be uniquely you. So stand up and be proud of who you are, regardless of what others think. You are beautiful as you are because you were made in the image of the perfect one himself, God. God, I'm getting real spiritual right here. I think I'm going to go get confession right now and maybe go to communion. Eloise, how are you today? I'm doing well, Wayne. How about you today? You know, I got the book in the mail, 
and the other visits you come in, uh, I think it was with your sister and your husband, and we had a real good time here at the studio. Are you planning to take a trip up here to the Blackstone Valley this year? I am. In fact, sister and I was just talking about it. I'm planning on probably the end of May, the end of May, beginning of June to come visit. It's going to be beautiful weather up here at that time of the year, Thank as you. you know. It's so, so nice. A lot That's of the what spring I was trying flowers, to wait for. A lot of the spring flowers are all popping them up here now. Now, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about this, a twisted shade of green, betrayal. And what I want to pick your brain on is a trilogy. Okay, I have your other books. I got them on the website for sale. And it creates a lot of interest mm-hmm. when I'm at book shows and I have, I have them on a the rack. So I know well, you have the cover <laughs> down pat because the people pick the book up. Okay, so that's working really? fine. <laughs> uh, on the trilogy, okay, my question to you is, mm-hmm. when you started the very first book, did you know right then and there that this is going to be a trilogy? It's going to be three, four books. I think my characters are uh, vibrant enough and interesting enough to extend it that long and hold yourself back so you don't kill off some of the characters? <laughs> I, you know, when I first started the book, it truly was not, the title was not even a twisted shade of green. It was something totally different. It was a standalone book. And believe it or not, I was writing one day. And God just said he wanted me to write about the colors of green in the Bible. And that's how it became a twisted shade of green. Interesting. And from there, the characters just mobilized. Uh, They just came to life, you know, in me, uh, all the characters in the book. Now, the last time you were in the studio, if I remember right, your sister was sitting on the side of you, and her mind never stopped. I was watching her eyes. She was racing. And I looked at her, and I told her that day, I says, you know, you've got to have a book in your mind because your mind is racing. You're thinking about other things. Has she started writing, too? She hasn't yet, but we were just talking about that the other day. I told her everybody has at least one book in them. Some people write one and never write another, but at least they they have one book in them. But she has not yet. But then again, Wayne, if she starts writing, who's going to be my editor? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that part of it. So you're going to lose somebody. It's a trade-off. I'm going to lose my best editor I have. <laughs> now, in your part of the country down there in North Carolina... Uh, I know the virus up here right now is dissipating, and it's spotty. Well, Worcester, Mass. had a spike yesterday. Ashford, Connecticut had a spike mm-hmm. two days ago. How is the virus affecting your area down there? And especially, uh, say, the last eight months, have you been able to get out there and do any book signings, or has everything been virtual Zoom? Everything is still pretty much virtual down here as far as the book signing. I believe um, Bonds and Noble in different places are starting to do some book signings. You still have to wear your mask, and there's the audience is not that large from what I hear because, you know, people are still kind of, you know, a little scary about going out in crowds still. 
Um, but hopefully, you know, I keep in prayer that, you know, this too, as they say, shall pass. And, um, you know, we will return to, we'll be able to go out again and do our book signings. And I know I'm, I'm itching to get back out there and get the word of God here because that's why I wrote my book, you know, to, no, um, the yeah, other part of it, the there, uh, so. motivational speaking mm-hmm. you do, that has been put on the back burner yes. too? It has for the most part, yes, because of travel reasons. Uh, someone um, has asked me to do some speaking not um, in the near future. I'm, I'm hoping to be able to do that. Um, but even there, the audiences are kind of limited too. Um, I did some programs for... Uh, the church over the weekend, and I know they said their 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 base was kind of limited as to the people that came out to the. They had a women's conference, and it was kind of limited as to the people that came out. So, we're hoping all that change, you know. And uh, you know, they say, you know, where where there's faith, fear doesn't exist. So, hopefully, soon we will, um, you know, we'll all be able to join together again and go out and go out and have large crowds and be around people again. That's my prayer. I hope so. Now, I've noticed you've stayed with the same publisher throughout Author's House. And my question Uh to you is, is Author's House uh, favorable to Christian type of books? Or is it wide open to all genres? Or do they specialize in romance or Christian or any of the above? Well, they're actually open to all genres. But I stay with them because they really promote my book. So that's why I stay with them. I mean, they, you know, they make sure they're in all the, all the stores, especially the uh, e-books. They make sure wherever e-books are sold, wherever, you know, they make sure that your books are out there in the public. So that's one reason I stay with them. They really look out for their authors. Now, working for you, the publisher... This is something we very rarely talk about on this particular show because mm-hmm. basically a lot of the uh, authors that I have are working with KDP and, uh, you know, Amazon with self-publishing and doing mm-hmm. your own thing with Lulu right. or whatever. But with Author's House, mm-hmm. you're the first testament that says that you're happy the way they're working for you to promote your book to mm-hmm. get it out there. Now, the follow-up question mm-hmm. that I have as an interviewer, in this business, you get what you pay for. You got basic, on, just on time, printing, uh, no inventory, mm-hmm. and you have to ask for it through the computer, digital, uh, other programs. You got to buy 100 bucks to get a 10% discount. When you work with Author's House Publisher the way you have, is there different price mm-hmm. levels? Like, if you just want to do a basic book, you supply the cover, you do the editing, uh, say $1,500. If you want us to do this, it's X amount of dollars. Or did you have to pay extra to get the marketing expertise? Well, the package that I've always purchased from them, it's not that expensive. However, it includes all of the above. It includes the digital setup for the book. It includes, uh, you know, promoting the book out to all the stores, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all of them. It also includes um, the cover, all, all of the above. That's one reason why I work with them, because what they do, they send me their digital library, 
and I can pick I can pick covers from their library, or I can go with my own. And the one that I have with uh, a twisted shade of green, um, the the face I actually got from their library. Wow! And that. And they'll design it however you want to, and there's no extra charge. Because, like, the, the the last book, I sort of took two designs and put it together, and they actually did a really great job with that cover. Now, working with Author House, do you actually talk to a person, or is everything by chat on the computer with email? Oh, no, no. I actually talk to people all the time, sometimes too much. <laughs> they call you all the time. <laughs> Sometimes I, I didn't just it. say that, did I? <laughs> <laughs> this can be recorded. <laughs> it, it might have fact. I know when. I, I got to remind everybody this uh, show is available on podcast too, right after the show at anchor.fm. Wayne slash Barber. So if Eloise incriminates herself, it is public record to be dissected later. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide behind the computers anymore now, I'll tell you. You can't hide. <laughs> Everything is so crazy now in this electronic world that we have. Now, the edit part of this, does that still give you the freedom? Uh, say you get your book out, uh, the second book of this trilogy, and you get mm -hmm. uh, feedback from your uh, readers and stuff, say, the second chapter, I didn't like the way this goes. Do you have that freedom as the author of the book to manually go in and change that? Or is it a big uh, hullabaloo? No, actually, that's one reason why I work with them, too. They're very um, understanding that, you know, they really work with their authors. Well, I've had that experience with them anyway. They really work with me. Uh, if there's something that needs changing, they'll change it for me. Um, I know when one of the books went out, there was some, there was a couple issues with the book, and uh, they changed it right away for me. And they also do editing too, because there are some things you know that is not caught, and I'll look at the book, and they've already caught it and corrected it. So yeah, they do editing as well. Um, you know, if you want a like an overall extensive editing, it's like port. Uh, I think it's like four cents a word or something like that. But they do do editing on your book uh, within the package that I that I purchased. Now, this series of trilogy, like I said, uh, you started out with one book. It was going to be a religious book, and it ended up into a Christian romance. It, trans it became mm -hmm. itself its own animal, and then you knew the characters mm -hmm. were expandable enough to get this into mm -hmm. a trilogy. Is this the final, or do you think it would go into the fourth? You know, I wrote the book as a trilogy, and then I was just saying to my sister the other day, I really love my characters. I like how they involve in the book, and um, but I think this is this is going to be it for that book because God has given me a new book to work on now, oh. so I'm starting to work on now, and. Um, also, I'm writing a devotional with uh, uh, one of the people who, who uh, purchased my book at a book signing who reached out to me, uh, a beautiful sister in Christ, um, Donna Tolan. She and I are writing a devotional together. So I think I'm going to... I think I'm going to leave it for a while unless uh, unless my readers want more in that series. <laughs> now, the reader, 
your customer gets the first book, uh-huh. they want the second, they go to the third, they can't get enough. Is it because uh, your readers are buying a Christian book or are they buying a soft romance? You know, some of them, uh, of the readers that I have, they're not even sure, they don't, they don't even remember the genre, uh, Christian romance. They said they've never heard of it. So I think they're buying it as a soft romance. Like the lady that I met the other day, she was saying, uh, you know, the books have so much swearing in them or, you know, it's so much hardcore. And I explained to her, I said, well, my books are very mild. <laughs> you you won't get that. I said, they're Christian romance. So they're very mild. I said, you know, God romances are hard. Our heart's about love. I mean, love is a gift from God. But, you know, you don't have to put it all out on paper for your imagination to take it where you want it to go, you know. So she was very interested, and she bought my book for that reason. Fantastic. Uh, I I think it's a winner because you're attracting uh, so many different readers with this, you know, uh, you know, crossing over the way you did it. And matter of fact, you're the only author that I have of these, I don't know, three, four hundred authors that has combined the Christian with the romance. I have a lot of romance and a lot of children's authors and stuff, but they're hardcore. They stay to the genre. You know, they may have a, a soft romance, but not Christian involved. And I think you've done an excellent job on this. And I would say, as a, a guardian or a grandparent, this book would be appropriate, I would say, from 12 and up. I think so. I write them so that, you know, it could also teach children also about, you know, about the love of God. You know, because I'm really humbled and honored that God has has allowed me to walk this journey with him to spread his word. You know, so I want to instill that in all the readers, all the ones who read my book, you know, the love of him, the love of God. Yep. Well, I think it's a winner. The, the covers really catch people because, you know, when I put them on the rack there, they have a choice to pick up maybe 30 or 40 different books when I'm doing a book signing mm-hmm. or a farmer's market and stuff like that. And the cover really mm-hmm. has got the hook, so you've got that down pat. And as proud to announce oh. that you sent it on the phone. It didn't cost you three or four or five hundred dollars to have an expert come up with the cover. You not- use your own judgment on their portfolio. Mm-hmm. At your disposal. I, I did, I did, and I designed, I, I, I may have merged one or two together to get the exact design that I wanted, but yes, I used their portfolio totally. I didn't go outside, to, uh, you know, to get any expert to design them. Are you uh, really expanding now with your website and uh, blogs and stuff? Well, you know, I took a page from your book. You, always, <laughs> you usually say... You should sell your book online. So I did. I expanded my website, and I added the, the store on so I can sell autographed copies of my book. Of course, you can still buy them in all the bookstores, but if you want an autographed copy, you know, then you can purchase them on my website at christianromance.net. <laughs> Smart gal. That's the way to do it. 
you know, the, the difference in the profit margins when you control the sale yourself is so, so uh-huh. large versus on Amazon uh-huh. or the mass producing. And they make the price cuts. And I, I don't understand that. And, you know, even it, you got to have 50 good reviews before you get the extra promotion with it. And there's a lot of people That's now true. that are getting away from that and going to other different options that are available right now. Mm-hmm. So it, maybe it'll all mm-hmm. level off here once this virus is gone and people can, can get out there and do some selling and stuff like that. Who inspired you to be an author, to feel compelled to get this out, not the religious part now. This isn't a vision of you being struck by lightning or anything else. There had to be someone <laughs> in your grade school years that instilled writing in you. Well, I've always had teachers. My teachers have always told me I have a very creative writing mind, a creative ability. And they've always liked my essays, but... um I must say, Wayne, the one who really instilled me to write this book was God. Uh, One day I was getting ready for work one day, and clear as day, like I'm talking to you, God says, I want you to write a book. I said, me, a book? He said, yes. He didn't really, he gave me the title, everything, but I was in the midst of remodeling my home. I have no idea what I did with it. I ran from this book for many many years, and then finally um, I sit down. Well, God sent me down. I was in a wheelchair for like two and a half years. I started writing. And, you know, and the words that flowed, they were words from him. It's like I tell everybody, he wrote the book. I give him all the credit. He's actually the author and the finisher of all my books. He guided your fingers. He guided my fingers. Like I told somebody the other day, they said, how do you come up with this? I said, I put my hands on the keyboard and said, okay, God, time for us to write. (laughs) Wow, that's that's really, really cool. And you had the total endorsement of your sister and your husband and all the family members. Go for it, girl. Yes, yes. They they, they endorse me 100%. Yes, they're, they're my biggest fans. Especially, I have a brother in Rhode Island, Ralph Mitchell. I have to mention him by name because he is one of my biggest fans, I tell you. He can't wait to get his hands on my book. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad the website and uh, Selling Direct is going to help you out in the blogging and everything else. And uh, I can't wait for this new series, this new project that you've got in the back burner of your mind. I hope I get a copy there to uh, experience that journey with you. And if you get back up in the run down, like you're saying, May or June. And, you know, let me know if you're going to be down at the Harris Library or any of the other places doing a book signing again. Uh, we'll hook up with, with okay. you there and uh, maybe we'll try some good New England seafood. Now, uh, down your part that of the country, wonderful. are you still in mourning with the Duke loss in basketball? <laughs> well, you know, I don't really get too hung up on those two. I know it's terrible down in here not to but I try to, to, to sort of tear myself away because you know I have some at some went to Duke some went to UNC that graduated so I try not to get in the middle of them because they fight enough themselves <laughs> <laughs> you keep the congregation happy all together uh, poli- I do. <laughs> politically correct 
Now, uh, <laughs> getting down the weather down here in North Carolina right now, you're right into full bore spring. Everything is nice and green and colorful. It is. It's beautiful down here. You wouldn't know it to be an indoors, but outdoors, it's like 80 degrees today. Wow. Still kind of cool indoors, but it's like 80 degrees outside. Already, huh? Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. That means those stripers are going to be coming right up the coast here, right into New England, and we'll be all set so that we can have that. Are you a fisherman, Wayne? Yes, yes. I've won quite a few bass tournaments in my life, and my outdoor scene was an offspring of that. I'm an outdoors guy. I was a former president of the National Wild Turkey Federation and, uh, and, you know, a total outdoor guy. I'm the whole package on it. A lot of memories growing up in the country. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm into another series now of Grumpier Old Men 3 with one of my brother-in-laws. And uh, we're experiencing going around New England, uh, taking you know elderly trips on the big, big lakes that we have up here. And, uh, you know, I'm writing oh, all wow. about it. And my uh, smug mug portfolio on my photography is, I think I just had 33,000 mm-hmm. photos now. So I, I've got some one-of-a-kind wow. photos that, you know, if I have the time, I'm going to convert that into something worthwhile, too. But uh, it's nice to reinvent yourself. And uh, I can picture mm-hmm. you two and a half years in a wheelchair and having God get you through this. And then for me mm-hmm. to be joined and meet up with you in my journey and your journey. And we got mm-hmm. such a weird relationship, Facebook, and in the studio and everything. <laughs> and it seems like we're next door neighbors. But uh, I, I does, doesn't it? <laughs> you you become the book. You really do. When you read somebody's uh, works, two or three books, you uh-huh. know the style of their writing and their personality. You write what you know, and it comes out. Mm-hmm. It, it's that's such a true. great journey uh, for me. True. The mm-hmm. name of the book. Well, is well thank a, you for allowing me to take this journey with you as well. <laughs> a twisted okay. shade of green. And this edition of the trilogy is uh, labeled Betrayal. All of the copies of the trilogy are available on Eloise's website and her blog. And if you have any questions on that, send her an email on it. And she will uh, negotiate an answer for you to be politically correct. And maybe you can hook up with her when she comes up here to New England. That would be wonderful. I hope to have a book signed at the library. I haven't reached out yet, but I'm hoping to. <laughs> Everything seems to be opening up now, especially with the Association of Rhode Island mm-hmm. Authors. We're getting a lot of requests mm-hmm. now to supply authors, and things are, you know, we had our um, our big expo the first week of December. We had 130 authors under one roof, and it went off without any hitches at all. We stayed with the Rhode Island rules and regulations at that time. But now, Mm -hmm. just about, Mm -hmm. you know, I was at Thompson Speedway for the uh, icebreak of the big races up there. You know, that's another part of my Mm -hmm. life. And I honestly, you know, I spotted five masks out of 20,000 people. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. not because, well, also we're outside. 
You know, that's that, true, too. That's a big thing on the outdoor events. And I think you can do it now uh-huh. with the book signings because uh, even some of the uh, authors that I know put a plexiglass shield in front of them where they could have the eye contact, they could have the dialogue, they could do all of that and be safe. Well, that's a good idea, Wayne. Thanks for, thanks for yeah, that's well, a good that's it a also, great idea. Uh, uh, for your listeners and your readers that go to a book sale, mm-hmm. they would go to a booth like that knowing you took that precaution versus being wide open. And it might increase the traffic over to your table. That is true. I agree with you. I, well, you have any events coming up recent in the, in the future? Yeah, we've got a bunch of them. Matter of fact, we're going to have, we're going back to our monthly meeting this Thursday at the church over in okay. Hope, Rhode Island, live. So we're mm-hmm. going to do it. Um, we're mm-hmm. going to tape it with Zoom virtual, but also it's going to be a live oh, monthly okay. meeting. And I think uh, our new president this year has got six events for us that he's going to unveil at that, that they're looking for authors. Okay. Some of the uh, places now okay. on the book okay. signings are going, uh, they prefer local authors, and then they use a filler okay. system after that. So say if it's in uh, mm-hmm. Little Compton, Rhode Island, they would want authors from that part of the state, you know, because of their library mm-hmm. membership and stuff. And then other ones, Correct. it's wide open. But all the farmers markets mm-hmm. now have added on book sales because it's a local type of item. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. Well, that too is the farmer's market. Everybody's walking around with the right-hand pocket with cash. You know, they, they're looking That's to buy something local, you know. So if you've got mm-hmm. the right pitch, the right sign, or the right personality, or, or, you know, the right product, you can do some sales. Uh-huh. You can do some sales. Hmm. I'll have to check them out. Our farmer's market hasn't added on book, the books to their, their module yet. They're mostly just, um, you know, they're still into the fruits, vegetables, and dairy products. I would hit them up on it. I really would. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a following, it's going to increase traffic to their farmer's market, too. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's a true. win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got a chance well, that's to, my goal. Okay. Um, Mark, marketing Business yeah. 101 here at the Authors Hour. <laughs> but that's well, all part of it. You, that's all part of the journey and the marketing books. That's all part of it. That's true. We're all in the same boat trying to get our wares out there to the public. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Eloise, thank you very much for taking the time to call in from uh, North Carolina. And we'll hope to see you when you come up on socket later this year. Thank you so much, Wayne, for having me on the show. And thank you for all my listeners that, that tuned in this morning that I reached out to and everyone else that's on, on the air listening. Now, uh, and I will certainly contact you when I'm in Rhode Island. And you got to relay a message to your sister, too. I miss her already. She's listening, Wayne. I miss her She's already. You. I'm telling you. <laughs> She's listening to you. <laughs> oh my God! It's going to be on podcast too. <laughs> it's going to be on podcast, and you can't take it back. <laughs> Thank you, Eloise. Thank you for writing the book. Have a wonderful day. Wayne. Okay, bye bye. Yeah, be blessed. Bye bye. <laughs> that concludes that part of the show.
Because you know I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading. I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading. I'm all about those books, about those books, start reading. I'm all about those books, about those books. Yeah, it's pretty clear that I am really cool. Because I'm reading, reading, it's what I like to do. Cause I got that fiction that everyone chases. And all of these books take you so many places. I see those magazines, they make them reading hot. They're great when time is short, and you can even swap. If you got books or Kindles, just raise them up. Cause anything you read is perfect from the start until the stop. Yeah, Javon said she told me, don't worry about the Hairstyles by Worcester Hair Company today, and also transportation and limousine services provided by CJ Trans of Fairbanks and Little General Stores. By God, there's one in your neighborhood. They're open eight days a week. Money orders, gift cards, propane exchange, and weekly specials. They're in the call every Monday and on their website. I like it. You'll get on their email list and you'll get those specials right to your computer. And these expire on the 17th. Chuck Hamburg, the good stuff, $4.99 a pound. 
Buddha ball hams. I'm not going to give you the price because it depends on the size of the ham. But they have them in all stores. And a special this time of the year, fruit ambrosia at $5.99 a pound. I sent it to my wife, so I've got to get a pound of that on the way home. Now, what's happening down in North Carolina with our guest and other parts around the country is the houses are flipping so fast. You better be prepared because within the first day, you're going to get an offer. So we have a startup company, Falcon Properties Preservation Group. It's owned and operated by Timothy Falcon, and this is what they give you for service. We specialize in estate cleanouts, junk in your yard or your shed. We remove that too. Moving all types of cleanouts, real estate cleanout specialists. And they save you some money. The type of trucks they use are not the big cargo containers where they tear up your lawn and then have to schedule another delivery to come back. They have tilt body trucks. So you load it up one time, gone, done. Falcon Properties Preservation. What a great upstart upstart company this is. 401-205-5786. And I got a help wanted ad here. I'm playing headhunter now. Cereal's Pizza Rimmer and Restaurant with that fantastic Tuesday special. Uh, 15 slice large cheese pizza, only $7. But if you are an experienced server or would like to learn customer service sales, uh, you know, skills, I answering the phone on pizza orders, they're willing to train you. 401 568 7187. Also a Sunday dinner for two for $23.99, catering, and so much more. Now baseball seasons have started, so on Thursday you can get a large meatball or Italian grinder, and it'll give you the appiance of Yorkie Way up at Penway Park for only $6.50. Cereals, Pizza Rammer and Restaurant, give them a call. They haven't lost an order yet. 401-568-7187, and they'll get it delivered right to your door. And a little frost, a little snow. Belu's Flowers has got the pansies in. And uh, holders, individuals, every color, and they'll tolerate a little bit of frost. So it's very safe to put them in now as you're starting all your seeds. And very, very lucky, smart people at Belu's Flowers and Gift Shop. They loaded up on last week's prices on those Canadian wood pellets. They've got a huge inventory. Take advantage of it now with your stimulus check or your income tax. You know you're going to use it. So get it at today's price. You know, with the uh, uh, caravan cargoes and the stuff coming out of the Canada, and you know the wood's going to go up. Take advantage of it right now at Belo's Flowers and Gift Shop. And remember, flowers from a florist last longer. On the line right now, we have part two of today's show. And uh, we've been doubling up with a huge inventory we have. We have a beautiful, beautiful covered children's book. Snoodles, Cadoodles, and Poodles. And lots of Noodles by Stephen Joseph, illustrated by Andy Case. Good morning, Stephen. How are you? I'm doing great, Wayne. Thank you for having me. How did you come up with this creative cover uh 
Well, that that's all my my illustrator. That that's my illustrator. Uh, he's he's amazing. Uh, it's just how I found my illustrator. It's just uh, I was just very lucky. He's out of Nottingham, England, and uh, the the great thing is now we're we're planning a bunch of other books. But uh, it, it's it's just. Uh, Amazing the stuff uh, he was able to put together. How did you hook up with an illustrator from England? So my this is my third book. My first book was the last surviving dinosaur, the Tyrannosaurus, and not saurus, but saurus. Uh, saurus being the Yiddish word for problems. Like you think you have saurus? If I had you at saurus, I'd be doing cartwheels. No one could outdo my saurus. You know that sort of thing. So. Uh, it's a story about the smallest dinosaur, but the most dangerous dinosaur on the planet who cranked out of the till all the other dinosaurs vanish, and then humans evolved from this dinosaur. So, uh, how, uh, that story, how I got found him in that, that book was I went through my publisher and they gave me 75 different illustrators to choose from. Then I had to pick the three I liked the best. And then out of those three, I picked uh, Andy. Well, they give you more of their stuff, and I really liked Andy's stuff. So I, I picked Andy. And during that process, I never, ever communicated with Andy uh, at all. Just got a book. Oh, wow, he's good. But was all through the publisher. And this time around... Uh, I reached, and well, the second book was A Grown-Up Guide to Effective Crankiness, The Crank It Source Method. That's a grown-up book uh, for adults who want to be effectively cranky as opposed to ineffectively cranky. And then when I had this story, I reached out to Andy directly, uh, went on, he had a website, uh, Andy K Studios, and then Andy K Studios at gmail.com. I wrote to him, and he said, sure. And... Uh, uh, we, we love working together, and uh, it's been a, a great collaborative experience. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the author. Uh, Stephen Joseph is an attorney, professional negotiator, a marathon runner, and a humorist. He lives in Hoboken, uh, New York, and is a proud father of a grown-up daughter, feeder, and a son of a Holocaust survivor. It sounds like there's a book there, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Stephen's writings lean on concepts of crankiness and survival, and which were ever-present in his childhood, in the practice of acknowledgement, which he has learned through his Zen practice. He's also the author of the two other books that he's mentioned on today's uh, uh, broadcast already. And uh, I, I opened the book. And the first impression I get opening the book, it's a comic book style children's book. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a comic it's a comic book, and uh, what what I really liked the way he did what we really worked together was to uh, try to create like every picture you open up should open up into a different world, a different kind of scene. Uh, you know, this is not the book where somebody's just walking through the forest and you're just going through the same forest from page one to page 20. You're going into different places. But yes, it was very intentional having that like over the top, kind of ridiculous, silly kind of feel to it. Yeah, and, and that's what Andy does best. 
I'll tell you, it's a fantastic different concept of work. And I've also got on uh, about three quarters through the book, it almost sounds like I'm in social Kona right here in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. At one time, we were the French capital of all New England when the mills were running. And it's Pierre the Toodle spent weeks attempting to restore the Kid Noodle Lisa. Every day, Mr. Snoodleman would go to see whether Pierre the Toodle had made any progress on restoring the Kid Noodle Lisa. It is so French, social corner one socket. That's all I can think of when I read that. <laughs> so where's this place in, in Rhode Island? Uh, right here where we broadcast in Woonsocket, Rhode Island, in the Blackstone Valley. Uh, uh-huh. you know, in the Industrial Revolution, we had a tremendous French population. We still, you know, there's still quite a few here oh, wow. in Woonsocket now, but all the churches, the fish and chips, uh, you know, they spoke the language here, too. We still have a French show on the station. And uh, that's all I could think of, uh, a Blackstone Valley book with the French tone to it. Very creative. Oh, cool. Wow. Thank you. Now, how long has this particular book been out, The Snoodles, uh, Cadoodles, Poodles? Well, it's it's currently available on Mascot, but it is officially released, Mascot being my publisher, but it's officially released on May 3rd, where you could get it. Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, and any other book dealership. So you're debuting this book on the Author's Hour Live for the first time? That's correct, yes. Well, thank you. I'm honored. I really am honored. I got it in the mail, and I opened it up, and my wife says it must be a good one by the look on my face. And I said, it's a very, very creative uh, cover on it. really makes you think. And then I you know, couldn't put it down because it was a different format with that comic book set up from your regular children's style of books. Now, uh, would you say this is appropriate from, say, five or six years and up? Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's fun for grown-ups as well. Uh, that that's the, it, there's a lot of things uh, uh, that grown-ups will get a kick out of. So, just for example, there's a lot of newspaper clippings uh, that's featured in the book. So, my favorite, and of course, he did this because he's from England, my my illustrator. But there's there's uh, Mr. Snoodleman with his four different snoodles crossing Abbey Road. And the headline is uh, like Noodle Mania and, and how the snoodle is bigger than the Beatles. And just for those people listening, the snoodle is a car that runs on noodles. That's the, the concept. And prior to that, everybody was driving in cars that ran on sauerkraut and everybody was uh, just smelling like sauerkraut, and they were all stinky, and, and everybody got really grumpy. So, so this was the invention that replaced the Krautmobile, which ran on sauerkraut. Yes. Fantastic. Now, do you have a uh, good-sized website and a blogger? Uh, yes, I do. StephenJosephAuthor.com. And... Uh, just won an award for uh, gold medal at the uh, book fest. Uh, wow. That was Congratulations. Thing. And the, the blog actually has lots of fun stories. It all, it all talks about crankiness, has different kinds of 
stories and concepts to to how to we could manage to be effectively cranky. So uh, uh, lots of fun there, and it, it deals with uh, uh, empowerment and and listening and working working out problems with each other, and it's also hysterically funny. I get to be. Uh, get to do a lot of fun stuff on my blog. Okay, the name of the book is Snoodles, Cadoodles, Poodles, and Lots and Lots of Noodles by Stephen Joseph, illustrated by Andy Case, available on his website and um, coming out in May on a national basis and stuff like that. I want to thank you very much for coming on the Author's Hour and writing this fantastic children's book that I'm sure is going to be a top seller. Well, thank you, Wayne. Thank you for having me. Alrighty, you have one of the best days of your life. You too. Take care. That concludes that part of the show. But you know what else is really, really big? We're talking about comic books and the format, the way this is laid out, the book we just talked about. Well, they have a big renaissance in the comic book business right now. And we have a store that is at the Dragon. And we're talking about Green Dragon Comics and Collectibles at the intersection of Route 100 and 102 over in Chapachet, Rhode Island. And it's comic books. Uh, locate a service. They can fill in any part of your collection for you. Fortnite, Magic the Gathering, anything in gaming, Green Dragon Comics. Check it out on Facebook. Check it out on her website. There's sealed events, dueled events. You know what I'm talking about, you geeks out there. 7 o'clock, everybody opens up their laptop and starts creating and building on the Magic the Gathering and the Fortnite. Green Dragon Comics and Collectibles, 401-949-2076. And not to be left out, all the authors, you're going to be starting doing some selling now. You're looking for some signage? American Beauty Signworks, an essential coronavirus small business, has all of your needs. We created a beautiful pull-up sign for me for it. My tables on my selling. About five seconds, I got my sign up, ready to go, and you can change it. You have a one-time fee of the aluminum frame, and then you can change the sign that's actually in it. It pulls up like a shade. A window shade goes onto an easel. Instant advertising right behind you. That and so much more. Over at St. Paul Street at 706, right behind Little General across from the fire department, American Beauty Signworks, digital signs, graphics for your truck, uh, your car. How about boats? Uh, your signs and your name on your boat now wearing out and stuff like that. They can do it all. Any type of of signage at American Beauty Sign Works. And you're doing business with a Vietnam vet. You know, he was in the Navy. He might try to sway you and think he was a Marine or something like that, but he was in the Navy. Uh, he's a member of 818 right here in Woonsocket, the uh, Vietnam Veterans Group. American Beauty Sign Works, an essential coronavirus small business, any type of advertising, 401 767 22. And let all of our fine sponsors know that you heard it at WNRI and the Author's Hour. I'd like to thank our sponsors today and also our two books, 
A Twisted Shade of Green Betrayal is the edition by Eloise Epps Mackinnon and Snoodles, Doodles, Poodles, and Noodles. Stephen Joseph, illustrated by Andy Case, will be back on Sunday morning with the outdoor scene. And I've got to go into a thing here called my outro. And intro, intro. It's got to be down just a little bit farther. Authors Hour intro, Authors Hour outro. Thank you to our fine sponsors, Guest Anini, and to read a book. And tomorrow, please have the best day of your life. Your host, Wayne G. Barber.